All right, we are live from the Joe Beningo basement here in beautiful Mawa, New Jersey. This is the inaugural Jet. We're going to call this the politically incorrect Jet postgame podcast. And I will be with you every every Sunday, or, or at least after every Jet game. I think there's only one game that's a night game this year on a Thursday night. But I'll be with you uh, every, uh, every time after uh, the Jet game. And we will break it down for you. And we are sponsored uh, by my good friend, the great Stephen Howard Beach and his natural body stores. He has five different locations. Uh, he's in Westchester. He's in Brooklyn. He's in Queens. And, of course, he's on Long Island. So uh, we'll be sponsored by Natural Body. And uh, we thank them for uh, all their help in helping getting this inaugural podcast uh, up and running. And for this this show anyway, as we get, you know, we start to work on all the different glitches and get this thing moving in the right direction, at least for this show anyway, we're just going to have the audio. So no video this week. Uh, you don't get the opportunity to see my wonderful made-for-radio face, but uh, we will have uh, the video as the season goes on. We'll also have guests, uh, a bunch of different guests we'll have on during the year. All my buddies, my former partner, of course, the great Evan Roberts, John Jastrzemski, uh, Brian Costello from the Post. Uh, we'll have more. We'll even, we'll even have Ira from Staten Island. Uh, he'll join us for a, a show as well. Uh, look, I mean, the Jets lose a tough one today. They lose 19 to 14 to Carolina down in Carolina. You know, it bothers me that the schedule makers decided to, you know, of course, open the season with the Jets going against their old quarterback, Sam Donald. I mean, you knew that was going to happen. It was done on purpose. And, you know, it, it's tough to lose to Donald. It's tough to see, you know, him hit Robbie Anderson for that long touchdown, which kind of really gave Carolina that cushion early in the game, gave him that 9 nothing lead in the first half. And then, of course, Donald on that quarterback draw for the touchdown. And that, that made it 16 nothing. And at that point in time, you know, the Jets were doing absolutely nothing offensively. Just absolutely brutal. But it does it does bother you to see Donald and Anderson do their thing. But you, you had to figure that was going to happen. You know, they scored the only two touchdowns in the game, the two former Jets. And, and again, it was it was a tough game to lose. But but let's let's break it down a little bit. I'm I'm not deliriously aggravated, and the reason I'm not. Well, first of all, it's game one for Robert Sala. It's game one for Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson. The kid was running for his life the entire game, and the offensive line was brutal in this game, especially in the first half. Wilson had absolutely no time to throw the football. Uh, like I said, he was running for his life. He was sacked. I think the eventual number was six sacks in this game. Just uh, it, it was not pretty whatsoever. And then, of course, you compound it because it looks like Mekhi Becton has a pretty – now, I'm, I'm no doctor. I didn't see the exact prognosis, but it looks like Becton – has a has a relatively serious knee injury that's going to keep him out for a while. Uh, you know, he went off on the cart, and I, of course, as only it could be with the Jets, you know, something good happens, but something bad happens. On their first touchdown, on that beautiful touchdown pass, where Zach gets out of the pocket and throws it to Corey Davis for his first ever TD pass in the NFL, well, of course, Mekhi Becton gets hurt on that play. But the offensive line was brutal. They played better in the second half. I don't think there's any question about it. I thought they played better when Morse, uh, 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 Morgan Moses came into the game, to be very honest with you, and Becton went out. I thought they played better. But um, that was really the big key to this game, I thought. When you break this game out, if there's one – break this game down, if there's one thing that you say, well, 
you know, the big difference in the game, I, I thought it was the inability for the Jet offensive line to really uh, do anything against that Carolina defense until the second half. And then in the second half, uh, things started to roll a little bit. You saw uh, Wilson hit uh, Corey Davis for a couple big plays. He had that one big play in the first half, which was really the only big offensive play they had in the first half. He hit uh, Davis for, I think it was 27 yards on that play. Outside of that, they did nothing in the first half whatsoever. But they got it going in the second half. Uh, Zach threw a couple beautiful touchdown passes, one, both of them, as it turns out, uh, to Davis. Uh, that one excellent touchdown drive, that 70-yard TD drive, which was capped with the uh, the play where he breaks out of the pocket and hits Davis in the corner of the end zone wide open for the TD. Then the very nice two-point conversion. Zach with a little play fake, and then he kind of bootlegged it uh, into the end zone. Unfortunately, Carolina comes right back after that and drives for a field goal. But I, I thought overall, your overall take on Zach Wilson in this game, you got to feel pretty good about him. I mean, if he had time to throw, uh, he made some nice throws. He certainly has a very good connection with Davis. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I mean, he himself said that this is the guy that he has the biggest connection with going forward. You know, uh, you know the uh, 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 the best. Uh, well, well, we'll continue to say connection with uh, right now. The best chemistry with going forward. Right now, it's certainly Corey Davis. You didn't see anything from Elijah Moore in this game. He dropped the pass early, which looked like he was going to get annihilated on anyway. It was going to be a short gain or maybe even a loss if he caught it. He did catch one pass in the second half, but it was negated uh, by a, uh, a legal motion penalty. So you really didn't see anything from Elijah Moore. I thought the tight ends were big in this game. Uh, both Griffin, who made a, a real nice third down catch as well, uh, both uh, Ryan Griffin and Tyler Croft, I thought, played well in this game. It's the first time maybe in a lot of years that you actually seen the Jet offense get something out of the tight ends. They really couldn't run the ball that much at all in this game. They tried to. You know, they tried to establish the run here. They tried to take the pressure off Zach. They weren't able to do that. Uh, uh, Zach uh, did throw that one pick in the first half and really threw the ball into coverage. I know Tiki Barber mentioned that he didn't throw the ball hard enough. I, I don't care how hard he threw it. Yeah, he threw it into into coverage. Thompson got the interception. That's the only turnover the Jets had in the game. But again, I think the overall take you have to say about Wilson in this game for a kid playing his first ever game, I thought he played pretty well. I really do. And like I said, when you consider the pressure that was constantly on him, uh, you know, I I think overall you, you, you your takeaway is not bad uh, for Zach. Couple TD passes, obviously. As I said, he looks like he got something there with Davis. You did see that one big catch late in the game by Denzel Wim, Denzel Mims, uh, which you know he was invisible most of the game, but he did make that one play late in the game, uh, you know, to help set up the second touchdown. Uh, you know, so overall, I think your take has to be: Hey, Wilson did a pretty good job. I think Robert Sala, as far as his first game as a coach, you saw him go early in the game on that fourth and one. I thought that was the right play, even though the Jets didn't get the first down there. You know, late in the game, when the game was, you know, I guess you had to, they went for that fourth and eight, and you saw Zach make a nice pass and uh, connect with Barrios for the first down there. And that, of course, kind of uh, uh, was the big play to set that touchdown drive in motion, then the pass to Mims, eventually the TD to Davis. So I, I think the take on, on the quarterback has to be a positive. I really do. They couldn't run the ball too much. The offensive line uh, has to play better than they played in this game. Uh, as far as the defense is concerned, I, I mean, I didn't think the defense played terrible. You know, Zach threw that one interception early on. They were able to hold him there to just a field goal. Uh, you know, they did hit that one big play to Robbie Anderson. The only ball 
Robbie Anderson caught in the entire game, and it was typical Robbie Anderson. How many times when he played for the Jets did you see him maybe catch one pass, and it was a, you know, a, a long touchdown bomb. This one, I think, was about 56, 60 yards, whatever the exact number was. So, you know, they did get burned by Robbie on that one play. And they did have a nice TD drive later on in the half that it culminated, of course, with, you know, uh, Donald scoring on that uh, quarterback draw. But I thought the defense played better in the second half. They held the uh, Panthers to just that field goal in the second half. And and I, I really think that one thing we saw from the coaching staff today was making an adjustment at halftime. You know, watching the Jets all these years – you know, especially with Todd Bowles, especially with Adam Gaze, they never made any kind of adjustment, whether it was defensively or offensively, with the coaching staff. And I thought they did that in this game. They did some kind of an adjustment on the scheme to, you know, to uh, uh, to block for Zach. I thought they did that better in the second half. And I thought overall uh, the Jets played pretty well as the game went on. They seemed to get better and better. Look, they come away with a loss. We're all disappointed they lost the game, you know, but I don't want to sit here and say, you know, that there's no hope. Look, I we really don't. I don't want to get crazy by, you know, Wilson did look good. I mean, you know, I I remember Browning Nagel in his first game back in 1992. He had a tremendous game. The Jets wound up losing the game on a, a bunch of missed field goals by a guy by the name of Jason Starofsky, if you missed him, if you remember him, Jason Starofsky. But, um, you know, I think this kid might have something. Again, we don't want to get crazy. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves. There's a lot of season to go. we got 16 games left to play. It keeps funny to say that, that there's 16 to go, but it's a 17-game season. And, you know, I thought well, I, I I would give the the grade today. If I'm going to give Zach Wilson a, a, a grade for this game, i got to give him, you know, probably a B. I would say a, a B for Zach Wilson in this football game. So, um you know, we'll see how it progresses from here. Like I said, there's still a lot of football to be played. Uh, I thought you had a solid game uh, from uh, from Berrios. Made a couple of big plays. We mentioned the tight end. How about the punter in this game? Early in the game, Braden Mann gets whacked, right? On a- Due to technical difficulties, the second half of the show will resume now. So, yeah, one of the unsung heroes of this football game was Matt Amendola. I mean, how about him in, in this in this game? Early in the game, Braden Mann gets annihilated on what I thought was roughing the roughing the kicker. I mean, that's what it looked like to me. Roughing the kicker. No, 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 no. The officials reared her ugly head and and say, uh, and we never got really got a definitive replay of it, but the officials reared her ugly head and basically say, no, no, he was blocked into into man. And man hurts himself, and he can't continue. I mean, I don't know what the injury is going to be. We'll have to see what it is. But here comes Matt Amendola, who's their kicker, and he he punted beautifully. I mean, I don't know what the average was, but he had a couple, uh, at least one 50-yarder. I think it was a couple 50-yarders in this game. So he was kind of the unsung hero uh, today for the Jets. But very interesting with Amendola. But, again, I thought overall, you know, you break this game down, you have to look at it this way. The Jet offensive line was absolutely horrible. They gave no protection whatsoever uh, to the kid, uh, Wilson, especially especially in the first half. They got better as the game went on. And now you got to compound it with the injury to Mekhi Becton. Becton goes down. You know, only the Jets, how many times have we seen this happen? They get a they get a nice touchdown pass. And on that play, Becton goes down with the injury. So we'll see. He was caught it off. It didn't look good. 
we'll see what the, what that turns out to be. But I don't know if we're going to be seeing Makai Becton playing for a while. But but I did think as the game went on, the offensive line played much much better, no doubt about it. And you saw it in the second half. I mean, the adjustments were, were made. I thought Robert Sala did a good job making adjustments, which is something we have not seen from Jet coaches really forever. And we certainly never saw it with Todd Bowles. We certainly never saw it in the two disastrous years that Adam Gaze was here. And I thought he made adjustments on both sides of the ball. The Jets really outplayed Carolina in the second half. Yeah, they really did. I mean, they outscored him. What was it, 14-3 uh, in the second half of this football game. The defense started putting some pressure a little bit on Donald. They did get that one sack in the game from Fadakasi, who also had a, a tackle for a loss as well uh, earlier in the game. So they looked better. You had a solid game from Corey Davis. You saw Denzel Mims only made one catch, but it was a big one right before the uh, the second touchdown. Uh, you saw Berrios make some plays, including including that fourth and eight, uh, where the Jets were deep in their own territory down 19 to eight. They had to go for it. And, and uh, Zach hit the Berrios for the first down. The tight ends were very effective in this game. Griffin was effective. Uh, uh, Croft was effective, effective as well. But, you know, the bottom line is they lose. But, again, if you're looking if, – if the real storyline of this football season is the development of the quarterback, you know, seeing what we have in a head coach in Salah, but if the real – you know, if the storyline of this year – is we got to see if we got a quarterback and not in Zach Wilson. I think that, you know, chapter one was not a complete failure, even though they lose the game. I think Wilson got better as the game went on. I thought his protection got better. I mean, and especially when you factor in how he was running for his life the entire game. So I'm, I'm going to give Wilson, I'm going to give him a B. I'll give him a B. I thought, you know, when you consider the pressure he was under, he did throw that one interception. It was a bad throw. He threw it into double coverage. There's no question about it. The one Thompson picked off. Uh, there was another one that Thompson o- almost had as well, where he uh, underthrew to receive it there, but Thompson was not not able to hold on to it. So you know, but he had a couple bad plays. But I thought overall, especially with the pressure that was on him, I thought Zach did a very, very, very good job. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, next week uh, it gets a little tougher because the Patriots come to town. Last I saw, as we were updating the scores here for the late games, Miami had a seven-three lead on New England. We'll see how that game plays out. Uh, as it goes on. But next week, 1 o'clock, MetLife Stadium, the return for the first time in two years of the Jet fans, and they'll play New England. And and we'll see. There's a lot of football to be played. Still 16 games left to be played. Uh, You're a little concerned, more than a little concerned, about the injury to Becton because, like I said, it does not look like a good one. But I thought overall they played okay. Uh, I thought the young secondary didn't play bad. I I thought one thing in this game, too, and – Maybe this is, uh, again, something that we can see as the year goes on. If this is what we're going to see from Robert Sala's defense, you certainly saw it in San Francisco, is the tackling by the Jets tackled very well in this game. Now, Christian McCaffrey killed them. I mean, there was a point in the game where McCaffrey had more more total yards than the Jet, Jet offense did. So I thought McCaffrey really did a terrific job, and the Jets had trouble stopping him all day. And, you know, it looked like they'd have him stop for a two- or three-yard gain. Next thing you know, McCaffrey's slithering for seven or eight or nine yards. So he was very effective in this game. Uh, but, uh, you know, so you got to give it to him. He was he was tough to deal with. There's no question about that. Uh, so, you know, Carolina did what they had to do to win the game. I mean, right now they're a better team. They're, they're a year advanced. They're the second year of Matt Rule where you're coming into the first year of Salah. 
But I thought overall the secondary played well. They tackled. They did not miss tackles in this game. And I think that's hopefully something we're going to see consistently from a Robert Salad defense. <clears throat> so overall, I'll give the defense, I'll give it a C. I'll give it a C. I can't give it much more than that. Uh, they did give up the two touchdowns, the one long, really only the one big play, uh, the long touchdown pass to Robbie Anderson. <clears throat> they did hold him to a field goal after the one interception that Wilson threw. So overall, I'll give a, uh, I'll give a C to the defense. But a tough loss, 19-14. to 14. We'll see what happens in week two against New England. Again, this is the Joe Beningo inaugural podcast. We're doing it from my beautiful basement down here in Mawa, New Jersey. And you can listen to my podcast on Spotify. It's the Oh the Pain podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at the real Joe Beningo. And of course, we are uh, sponsored. And that's the real Joe Beningo. There's about 50 of them. I don't know who's real and who's not. <laughs> Excuse me for a second. We're sponsored. Uh, by our good buddy, Stephen Howard Beach, Natural Body. If you enter the coupon code JOEB, you get a 10% off your entire order at naturalbody.com. And anybody that makes a purchase at any of the Natural Body stores in Ozone Park, Ozone Park Queens, Belmore, Long Island, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, will get a free Natural Body t-shirt valued at 25 bucks while supplies last. So, Again, we thank uh, Stephen Howard Beach for his faith in us. And again, Natural Body. Again, enter coupon code JOEB for 10% off your entire order at naturalbody.com. And then if you make a purchase at any of the stores in person, Ozone Park, Belmore, uh, Bay Ridge, Sheepside Bay, uh, you will get a free Natural Body t-shirt valued at $25 while supplies last. A couple interesting things early as uh, we take a look <clears throat> at what happened today in the early games. How about the Eagles getting, uh, killing the Atlanta Falcons today? Atlanta comes in. Both teams with brand-new head coaches, Arthur Smith now to coach in Atlanta. And they're favored at home, and they lay a major egg to Philadelphia. They lose 32-6 to today to an Eagle team that nobody, nobody on the planet thought was going to have any kind of a, a year this year in the NFC East. So, the Falcons, who in my mind have been a fraud team for a lot of years, uh, they continue that tradition in week one. Now, it is only week one, and, you know, week one is, you know, maybe uh, you really don't know anything from the first week in the NFL season. I mean, we saw last year Jacksonville won their uh, first game of the year against the Colts. They didn't win another game the rest of the year. They did win Trevor Lawrence, although he had a rough time today as the Texans beat up on the Jaguars 37-21. to so that didn't go very well for them with Tyrod Taylor at quarterback. Houston wins their first game of the season. But remember last year, Jacksonville won their first game and didn't win again. And they beat the Colts. And remember, the Colts wound up making the playoffs last year. So you can't really put a, a ton of stock in what you get in week one. But a good win by the Texans as they uh, knock off Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence's debut today. How about Pittsburgh? You know, I I made my picks earlier this week with my good buddy J.J. John Jastrzemski on his podcast. I love the Steelers. They were getting six and a half in Buffalo. Everybody loves the Bills. Everybody's picking the Bills to go to the Super Bowl, picking the Bills to win the AFC East. Well, Pittsburgh came in and got the job done today. 23-16, the final score. Uh, a game where Buffalo had a lead early. They were up 10-0 in this game. And then Pittsburgh comes back and, and wins the game. Roethlisberger and company. So uh, how about that with the Steelers? Never sleep on the Steelers. You know, this is a team that was in the playoffs last year. 
And maybe they're not the team that's a, a legitimate Super Bowl contender, but I never count them out. You know, uh, to them, a bad year is nine and seven. So big year by Pittsburgh and a very a big win for Pittsburgh. Very dis- disappointing loss for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. The Bengals, how about them? They were they cut they were up 21-7 in this game, blew that lead. Uh Minnesota came back and tied it. And then the Bengals wound up winning this in overtime, 27-24. So uh, they jump out to 1-0. A very good game today for Joe Burrow, coming back off that uh, terrible knee injury he had last year in his rookie season. So Cincinnati knocking off Minnesota in overtime today, 27-24. It is a game I had totally wrong. I love the Titans today at home against the uh, Cardinals, and the Cardinals destroyed them 38-13, the final score of that game. Big game for Tyler Murray today. Threw a bunch of touchdown passes. Uh, you know, I, uh, what can you say? Uh, I, Tennessee, to me, looked like a team that could be a legitimate Super Bowl contender. That was not the case today as Arizona let him have it. No surprise, Seattle goes into Indianapolis, beats the Colts 28-16. to No shock there. And uh, San Diego, well, as I call them San Diego, the L.A. Chargers with a 20-16 to win over Washington. And Washington, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick went out of this game. And uh, we'll see exactly what his his status is uh, going forward uh, to play next week. Actually, Thursday night because they got a quick quick turnaround. Washington they play the Giants on Thursday night in Washington. So uh, last I checked to that Giant game, I believe it was uh, nine to three uh, in favor of the uh, the Denver Broncos, as uh, that was the score in that game. But um, halftime, the Packers were down seventeen to three to the Saints at halftime. Cleveland was up on Kansas City last I saw, 22 to 10. So, uh, you know, uh, some interesting things going on uh, in the NFL today. You got a, a, a interesting game tonight, Sunday night game with the Bears going to play the Rams in L.A. Tomorrow night, it's the Ravens in L- in uh, Vegas to play the Raiders. That'll be the first time the Raiders have had people in their new stadium. But again, the Jets lose today, 19 to 14, the final score in Carolina. Big day for Sam Donald, even though he missed a couple of wide open guys in the end zone today. Big game for Donald. Threw a touchdown pass on the Bob of bomb, of course, to Robbie Anderson. You knew the two ex-Jets would do something in this game. And then he also had a, a quarterback draw for a touchdown. But the debut of Zach Wilson, I thought, even though they lost, uh, I thought it was very, very encouraging, especially how he got better as the game went on. A couple touchdown passes, both to Corey Davis, who had uh, five catches for 97 yards in the, on the day. So you like the connection. You like the chemistry that Davis has going right now with Wilson. As I said, the tight ends look good. Uh, Barrios did some things. One big catch by Mims. They couldn't run the ball too much at all. The offensive line was hideous, to say the least, as Wilson was running for his life all day with the with the uh, Panthers constantly in the backfield. Thought the defense played a pretty decent game. So the, the overall, even though it was a loss, I think you got to be a little encouraged today if you're a Jet fan. Uh, with the debut of Salah and Wilson. And again, we'll see what they do next week when they play New England at home for the home opener. Joe Beningo, the Old the Pain podcast on Spotify. Follow me on Instagram at the Real Joe Beningo as well. And again, we want to thank Stephen Howard Beach and our buddies over at Natural Body for uh, sponsoring us. And let me give that, let me give the one more time the deal on Natural Body before we we say goodbye here today. And again, we want to thank Steve. And remember, you get 10% off your entire order at naturalbodyinc.com. I think I just said natural body before. It's naturalbodyinc.com for 10% off 
uh, um, your entire order. If you mention my name, enter the coupon code Joe B for 10% off your entire order at naturalbodyinc.com. And anybody that makes a purchase at any of the natural body stores in Ozone Park, Belmore, Long Island, Bay Ridge in Brooklyn, Sheepshead Bay in Brooklyn, will get a free natural body t-shirt, which is a $25 value while supplies last. So again, 19th, 19th to 14, the Jets lose. We'll be back with you again next Sunday, sometime after the game. I may be going to the game next week. I'm thinking about going to MetLife for the game. So if, I, if I'm at the game, probably sometime late, maybe 6 o'clock, 6.30, where uh, you can download and listen to the podcast. And again, we apologize today that we only have an audio. Uh, we had some glitches. This is our, our maiden voyage. And everybody knows about the Joe Beningo technological illiteracy that I am so good at. Uh, you know, technology, not exactly, as my daughter's cracking up, not exactly my bailiwick, as they would say. So next week, hopefully, we'll have the video. We're live from the Beningo basement. And I want to hope everybody has a great week. Enjoy the rest of the Sunday games. Enjoy the game tonight. Enjoy the game tomorrow. And uh, we'll be back for uh, more Jet football after Every Jet game, the older pain, Joe Beningo podcast. We will see you next Sunday.